Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold. A place where the shrimps discuss our lives, the real housewives, and the time Becky shot Mr. Burns. In brighter news, we got a Trump mugshot finally. (laughs) And he served. The only glimmer of hope. I know, he was kind of giving cunt. He was. No, I I give him that. He he served. He kind of gave like Zoolander with his like head down, like like one eye cocked brow. Do you think they gave him like seven tries and he chose his favorite? No, because the quality of that photo, I'm so upset because it's worse than an iPhone camera. And this is like a government like camera camera. And then the lighting is like so canted, like all the way over to one side. And it's like, you want to be objective? Why are you giving them like this crazy lighting? You can barely even see half their face. It's really weird. Yeah, he asked for a ring light. Yeah, I know. It's like that scene where Posh Spice is getting her license in California. Do you remember? In the movie? No, it was like her reality show she had briefly. She had a reality show? Yeah, and like when she had that really blonde Karen haircut. Yeah. What was it called? Was it like with her and yeah, David it was like Beckham? Coming to America or something. The Beckhams, yeah. <laughs> really? Is it worth watching, do you think? Well, that scene is iconic, but I don't really remember much else. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Must be like early aughts reality TV. Yeah, and like that kind of era where reality didn't know what it was. I know, the best era for reality TV. Mm-hmm. There's so many good ones from that time. Yeah, a couple gems like that only lasted a couple seasons. Like I feel like there was one for Latoya Jackson. And... I watched it. I remember watching it like as it was airing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it? It was... Life with Latoya or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I want to see if I can find that somewhere. I like that you reminded me to look for it. (laughs) There was a Paula Abdul one where she had- I have not ever seen that one. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. I didn't know it was a thing because I don't really know much about Paula Abdul. Well, she's on pills. It's all you need to know. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) And yeah, there was like this scene where she just has like a meltdown because she was supposed to like produce and- choreograph and design the like Bratz movie what yeah <laughs> they gave it to Paula no like all like the entire like production was Paula Abdul but then it was like canceled and she just like has this meltdown it's really weird oh so you've watched it well yeah but I watched it again recently on TikTok and it was standout material. okay well I want to get on your algorithm good. <laughs> my algorithm right now on TikTok is insane Last night I got really into those really weird, they're like show stories from like Minecraft or whatever in the background, but they, t- yeah. they read creepypasta off of Oh, Reddit. I get those too. Yeah. I, they're so good. Like, <laughs> just gives me like that dopamine rush that I need. It's interesting that like that is a template that works is like either it's either like decorating a cake or yeah. Minecraft and it's like talking either about like the subreddits of creepypasta or am I the asshole the dark web. or- yeah, or like Reddit advice, those kind of things. There usually are like just these really salacious stories that are. It's crazy how there's such a lack of like good stories in the like zeitgeist. Speaking of the zeitgeist, Taylor Armstrong was recently caught by TMZ coming out of a restaurant with a date. That's her husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think they've been married for a long time. On a date. Sorry. Yeah, they were on a date. He seemed to like have a pretty 
good nature about it. Because if my spouse was doing that, I'd be horrified. She was zooted. It was giving to suit. It was giving like early 2000s. It was. Yeah, no, she was completely incoherent. She was mesmerizing. I watched the whole thing. Like, <laughs> Okay, can you give me the play-by-play? Because I just watched no, clips. There's nothing. It's just like, <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah, no, just like uh, paparazzi caught her. And she starts out just being like, the reunion is going to be next level. And I guess one of the paparazzi didn't know her name. And she took major offense to that and then she just starts berating him something about kyle richards she just keeps bringing up kyle richards it's like she's my best friend (laughs) sounds like the psychic from the dinner party from hell i think that the psychic put a curse on taylor (laughs) (laughs) yeah really remember that something something paranormal is happening in that video (laughs) gabrielle is there Um, there's no, just Taylor like, a bunch, like levitating the photos are just there's a bunch of like little specters in the photos of like yeah orbs <laughs> her face is like blurred out in all the photos <laughs> her mouth's blurred out <laughs> remember that like infamous Tara Reed paparazzi moment when she's just standing with her tit out no <laughs> I, I I do and I don't like yeah yeah it's not in like my closest recess in my brain but i'm sure mm. i i know what you're referencing yeah speaking of tits out <laughs> there was a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of exposed areolas i feel in this episode there was um some just like strange moments with breasts <laughs> <this episode. laughs> well let's get right into it this is bad apples the real housewives of new york city New York City. No, no York. <laughs> What's that from? Like, Tony in the Shadows? <laughs> name again it was like tony daytona <laughs> but it was like there's nandork natya colin robinson who's the other guy his name is laszlo yeah laszlo yeah uh, i think yeah he meets like his nemesis and he's like if it isn't the greatest bastard in new york city <laughs> <laughs> yeah his affect is so funny to me you've never watched the it crowd right the show I watched a bit of it, but I couldn't really get into it. He's a big character in that show, and he plays Laszlo, but just as a CEO, it's it's so funny. Weirdly, I saw Colin Robinson was like in The Office, like the actor who plays him. Who was he in The Office? I don't know, just like a side character, like a bunch. I was like watching Office clips. Yeah. He had speaking roles, though? Yeah. I don't recognize, well, I don't recognize him because he's obviously not meant to be yeah. recognized. He's he was an like, energy vampire. Yeah, I was going to say he was like draining your energy probably. Yeah. <laughs> There's this scene that I always think about from the new season where Nandor is getting interviewed by a reporter about like a broken fire hydrant. And he's, she's like, what's your name? He's like, Nandor the Relentless. And then they're like, Nandor de la Rentes. <laughs> it like says it on the Chiron. <laughs> That's cute. I love that. That's a good like uh, Instagram handle or something. Yeah, that's so cute. And what's his name? The guy who plays Gizmo. 
Guillermo. <laughs> yeah, Her- Harvey. Harvey yeah. What's, I don't remember his last name, but yeah, Gonzalez, I love, I love I him. Think? Mm, I can tell you in a second what his last name is. Guillen. Oh, okay. Never mind. Redact. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's a really good season. I can't wait for you to catch up so we could talk about I it. I know. It does not get a lot of attention. I think it's weird that like people don't like flock around this show. It's really important, I think. Well, it's, it's really so high funny. budget too. And like even every episode. Yeah. This, like, the special effects, the practical effects, like they just like put so much effort into this show. I know. And like every episode this season has been like crazier and crazier with the practical effects. It's crazy. Yeah. Like since season one, it had that like budget, but it's only increased and they really take it to the next level, especially because you don't ever see that in comedies. There's like this physical comedy bit at like the credits when Colin Robinson has like booby trapped like the entire house and like you kind of forget about it. But then um, Gizmo just like, they just like- <laughs> Guillermo. <laughs> he just like- yeah, it triggers them all at once. And it's like within like 30 seconds of like the most like full of practical effects. It was so insane. And it's just like at the very end, it's like, okay, did they just like run out of, or like decide to blow all their budget like in this like five seconds in the credits. It was amazing. Mm. Anyway. But um, speaking of like Canadian kind of con, because it is filmed in Canada, we have such a great cameo from a Canadian actress on this episode. Who? the woman in the zoom call with jenna she was canadian who was that do you not know her <gasps> she was hot she was really pretty yeah no she's she's very hot um she is one of the main characters on schitt's creek oh uh, okay on, yeah <laughs> on incontinence lake <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we're jumping i guess like do you want to start from the beginning okay yes so uba is taking Aaron to Jacob and Co, which was like my obsession in high school. I had a Jacob and Co knockoff. I think I had a couple. Did you know about this? No, I would love to see the pieces that you're referring to. I'm sure I don't have them anymore, but I could find you. Yeah, put like send me some reference photos. Yeah, some reference. So basically, he in like the early 2000s, like all the celebs, like P Diddy and everyone, Usher, blah blah blah, were wearing these giant blinged out watches with these huge, mm-hmm. huge faces of diamonds, like all around it, and it was Jacob and Co. Yeah. And yeah, they were like quarter million to like 2.5 million in price, depending on like how decked out it was. So yeah, I was really into that. But yeah, I was really excited they got to go into the store because I'm sure it's like the flagship New York. There's not brand new locations and. I love that jeweler. He's like, takes a lot of risks and I was really impressed. Yeah. He seemed like, well, him and Uba seem like they like are actually friends, which was interesting. I I feel like we still like, don't know a lot about Uba's origins because she's obviously like a, kind of an it girl and yeah, they don't she... explore that a lot that we just sort of only know her from her hot sauce. Stuff she's told us. Yeah. Hot sauce. <laughs> and then I guess uh, being a semi-retired model. I don't, uh, does she still model? I don't even know. Stealing coconut cream from the kitchen. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's all we know about her. Of anyone on the show, she's probably the most like it New York girl. Someone who's like iconic in her looks and personality. And yeah, we just she's still a mystery to us. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to get to know more about her. Apparently, yeah. she was reverse cowgirling Prince Albert of Monaco. <laughs> yeah, for a second, I thought they were talking about the other piercings. Prince. Oh yeah, 
print. Like the like, Epstein prints, whatever Epstein his print. name That's is. what I thought it was, too. I know. And I was like, whoa. Like, pedophile Uba doesn't know. I know. <laughs> Uba would not know. I feel like she doesn't know what's going on in the news. Yeah, she's just learned what a cackling hack was, so. Do you think she's been to Epstein Island? Uba? Yeah. <laughs> She's like pilot. as an adult. Like I'm not insinuating that she was trafficked. I'm just saying oh, like she okay. went consensually as an adult, like on a private jet. Oh my god! Side note: that clip of R. Kelly when he's in like <laughs> touring in Africa or something. He's like, "Do you have your passports? Do you have your shots?" That's like my favorite song ever. I don't know why that is in his, in his like discography. Yeah. Well, the signs were there. <laughs> I know, like openly, Jesus Christ. Do you have your malaria shot? Like, <laughs> what are you asking like, him? Do you want to come back with Rob to America? Yeah. How can we not get you flanked at the airport? <laughs> so Aaron starts gluing all the Jacob and Co. diamonds to her black confessional blazer with spoons. Uh, yeah. When you pointed out last week to me or the week before that it reminded you of the little mermaid like yeah with the thingamabobs. it's a, it is it's a thingamabob yeah okay well I, I guess this is like a good segue is that i am so shocked to find out her age how like, old is it how old is it <laughs> <laughs> um well, I, I cannot speak for this piece. I don't know how old this piece is. It seems vintage, but Erin is my age, essentially. She's like two years older than me. What? When they filmed this, she was 35. Oh, my God. She's right? so boring. No, like, I really, I thought she was a decade older. I'm not even, like, exaggerating. Like, I really thought she was, like, in her mid-40s. I know, because she's, like, stuck in that, like, 90s glam, which. I don't even know, like, what, I think it's her personality that feels like she probably was because obviously she started her life early in the sense where she got married and had kids in her mid twenties, but she comes across as so much older and like not youthful. Like some of the yeah. other women, like Brynn Brit- and her are the same age. That's fucked that up. weird. It's yeah, weird. Aaron's way too serious. And I'm going to get into that later when I rant about her party. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a lot to like, kind of like pick at. that party was weird. It's like literally the new fire fest. <laughs> yeah and they did not feed them i know they're just like in these like tents and they get like two pieces of bread and some processed cheese yeah jenna is doing that interior design thing with that girl and i'm very happy because jenna would be a good interior designer she has good taste and she's not just yeah. trying to like flip a house like aaron aaron's like so confused by jenna's taste because she's like i don't understand you would like lose money and it's not like you can't like turn it around but jenna's like building spaces to like live in yeah yeah no like they're such opposites in that sense that aaron essentially inherited this kind of line of work and sees it as a complete means to make money and that the artistic flair is so secondary or, or, or it's non-existent in what aaron does you know yeah um it's, so it's about just being really economical about it and Jenna is someone who's graduated from fashion is more into interior design because she's learned so much through her trajectory at this point that it'll extend to her future in interior design. And Aaron's giving landlord special where she just paints everything with a white coat of paint. There's like, like a cockroach underneath. just yeah. like painting white. <laughs> 
like painting over like the electrical outlets like exactly so Aaron goes to dinner with her husband with her pussy bone hanging out that that was a nice dress I liked it it, like yeah. she she can pull it off like she looks I thought it was it. beautiful yeah <laughs> I just wanted to say pussy bone yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean pussy bone in a like a pejorative way I meant as a, <laughs> yeah. as a compliment <laughs> that I can see it um yeah no she should have worn that to her party the outfit she chose to that party it was so not okay in my opinion like well we'll get into it when we yeah. get, it's at the end of the episode I thought that the whole setup of obviously it's like a, their 10 year anniversary. It's a big deal, but it felt so set up in this way where, do you remember where um, their server asked, can I take your coat or something? He was like, no, I want to hold on to it because the ring was in the pocket. And Aaron <laughs> knew this. Aaron, Aaron knew she was oh. getting the ring. Like, they discussed it prior. And she was like, why? That's so weird. Why? And it's like, he, he was just like, don't worry about it, babe. I have it, you know, figured out. Oh my out. God, that's so funny because I was fooled. I didn't catch on to and any of this. The point where I caught on is when the server asked him, like he was, he reordered a drink and he, and she was like, do you want like crushed rock or do you want one big rock? And he was like, one big rock. And Aaron's like, so do I. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gives her the ring. He was at a bag of meth. <laughs> <laughs> he gives her an eight ball. <laughs> and then the three of them go at it the server they have like a weird three-way speaking of though at that weirdness at that restaurant if you look behind where her husband's sitting there's a man sitting with a big stuffed animal is it the, like jacob and co security guard it's a man with a big stuffed penguin oh my god it's like a furry i know it's it's a, like a full-on like stuffed animal it's like from fao schwartz or something it's like a like a four foot tall stuffed penguin are they on a date yeah, he's sitting with it. <laughs> I just, it was a detail that I couldn't help focusing on. Remember that couple from New Jersey in the background that was like full Jersey Shore? <laughs> they're like, like bright purple tan with, they're both decked out in like gold and like leopard print. It was so funny. Like, how did they let that happen? Are they trolling us with like the extras casting? <laughs> like, like this had to have been a casting thing, right? Like that they do cast people to be in the backgrounds, right? Because maybe I don't know. This seemed like a private because, like, I'm way overthinking this. They entered the <laughs> restaurant, and then they went up a flight of stairs, meaning that's more of like a private dining area. And then there was a man was with a stuffed animal, meaning that like I I actually don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'll get to the bottom of it, but exactly. So Jessel's at her climbing wall in her dining room, booking places for her kids to go to school. Yeah, no. The scene starts off with like <laughs> her texting her husband because she's like, "Sorry, the kids are asleep. I don't want to scream." <laughs> she's like, "Sorry, the kids are asleep. I don't want to scream." But she like just screams like, like, like no for help. He's like, screaming 24-7 unless the kids are asleep. She screamed like, call the police. She's like a skinwalker. Yeah, she, she calls your name. <laughs> you know my name. She calls like production's names like we have not met her yet. Like she like sounds like your mom somehow telling you that she needs help. Yeah. Your grandmother. Yeah. Jessel is like <laughs> speaks like skinwalker sometimes. Um, like so, parcel yeah. tongue. <laughs> 
so poor Jess. Like, say, so, do you want your kids to go to Slytherin or Hufflepuff? <laughs> she's British, so it kind of does feel right. Oh, I saw it on Twitter before we started potting that Jessel only moved to New York a year before filming. Oh my God. No wonder she fucking thinks Tribeca's up and coming. <laughs> yeah, she was living in Texas before. What? I just saw like that as a headline. I didn't look into it. Maybe that's not true. Or maybe she was like kind of going back and forth. Fake news. Know. Becky's spreading fake news. It could be. Yeah, <laughs> no, this could totally be fake. Do you feel like her husband looks like Ray Romano? Hmm. I'm trying to like put my finger on it. I don't know who it is though. He does look like someone. Because he has kind of like that sad puppy dog face. Hassan Minhaj. Remember, do you know who that is? I do. Like, but he's too pretty. He's more attractive, I think. Way more attractive. Not that like, uh, what's his name? Pavit. He's not unattractive. I think he's cute. But he looks like Ray Romano to me. I can see that younger in like the eyes, maybe. Yeah, like in the eyes, because he is like really kind of like like sad eyes eyes. like they've seen some shit but they discussed sending the kids to i guess like a pre-k situation but it's 60 grand uh each for a year are they like not coming back do they live there no like his reaction would be mine like and she was just like, well, this is where Tom Cruise and sent his kid. Don't you want them to like be around them? And it's like, you can see. Don't you want Siri Cruise to bully our kids? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want our kids to be Scientologists? But private school is such a ubiquitous thing in the UK. And she's from there and he's not. He's American. So I could see almost like that culture divide where he doesn't feel like his kids are going to flounder if they don't go to private school or just like wait, like wait until they're like, I don't know, older to invest in it. Why start now? But again, I don't know enough about this kind of stuff. Maybe you. That's what I'm saying. It seems like such a waste of money. Like, yes, send them to like save your money to send them to Parsons or something and not freaking like pre-K. Yeah. Like, I, I have no idea. Like, maybe Jessel and Pavit are, like, fucking loaded. Maybe they have so much money that, like, this is even an option to spend 120 k a year on their kids' education alone for no. preschool. I like, just for, for them to learn to read. It's because she wants to freaking be in a three-way with Tom and Cruz. I was going to say Tom and Siri Cruz. <laughs> Tom Cruz and Katie Holmes. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> They want to be in a three with like Elron Hubbard. <laughs> no, her like whole thing was like they'll learn like Mandarin, they'll like learn multiple languages. And it's like, Jessel, your kids only speak in tongues. Like, I don't even <laughs> know English. Like some SLC shit. Yeah. She's like, filling out the application she's like my kids are so cute they're totally socially inept cackling hags <laughs> like doesn't know the meaning of socially inept what oh speaking of like i don't know if we should jump to it but like there was one moment where jessel did not know the meaning of a phrase it was like when she was getting ready for aaron's party she totally misused the phrase drop the mic oh okay and I was like, Jessel, drop the knife. <laughs> Side note, I don't know if it's relevant, but this bothered me in Andy Cohen's book. He substitutes the word emo and emotional like they're the same word. I'm like, you fucking idiot. No, I fucking uh, hate you. his I age f- is showing. I'm going to fucking show 
<laughs> but seriously, anytime he says like someone's showing emotion, it's like they got so emo and like as if that's it, not the same no, thing. Like no. no, like when you say someone's like acting emo, it's because they're like because doing tonight emo, will like, be the night that I die for you. For you. <laughs> no, Jessel. Jessel's emo. <laughs> yes. she's seen. She's a seen queen. She is seen. Like, That's why she doesn't understand like New York is that she's like still like in 2003 on MySpace. Just like in Atlanta with Jeffree Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just like <laughs> oh. you remember like those like photos that Jeffree Star posted but with Jessel just like on the floor with like the milk and cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like throwing up. It's just <laughs> It's breakfast is ready. (laughs) Tonight will be the night that I die for you. (laughs) Her like fashion handbags are all from Hot Topic. Yeah, they all have like dress skeletons. Sunny Moore shows up. Jessel, like, <laughs> all she wears is like those shirts as they like boys are dumb, throw rocks at them. A bunny. <laughs> angry, angry bunny, yeah. It's like so many wristbands. <laughs> what are you hiding? <laughs> Chopping it up. That's what she's hiding. <laughs> Jessel like texts the ladies like it's like <laughs> like MySpace like every day she texts them her top eight. <laughs> and so she knows her and Aaron like and so Aaron knows they're not getting along because she's not the top eight. <laughs> <laughs> Her husband's also not in the top eight. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. He hasn't been in the top eight for a while. I don't think he was ever in the top eight. <laughs> I'm in the top eight and he's not. <laughs> yeah. So we get to Sai's house. I and... don't like her house. <laughs> I have to say it. I don't like it. <laughs> you were literally that baby rubbing markers on the carpet. No, I would never do that. Sorry. Actually, I kind of did something similar. What did you do? I don't know how old I was. I was probably too old to have done this. Probably like seven or eight, where I thought it would be really cool to transform my parents' garage into like a cave, like with caveman handprints everywhere. So I made a bucket of mud and I drew, like I put, put my so hands cool. everywhere and drew like buffaloes and stuff <laughs> as a surprise when my mom got home. Makeover, makeover. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like do you remember trading spaces that's what i was thinking when they get home and they're like oh god no and there's like, it's hay, like hay all over the wall yeah no like when heidi would break over your house and there's like sand like why would you bring sand into a house heidi would always choose like a circus theme for everything <laughs> clowns yeah she would no like heidi was the one who put hay on the walls 
or like made like a circus themed room, clown themed rooms for like like a master like bedroom or like a bathroom. Scat on the walls. <laughs> Classic Heidi aesthetic. She is like a scat queen. Do you notice Sides Kid would keep on saying cheese? Yes, I wrote that down that like um that her child who like I don't know, is he like two or three? And he still like knew like, oh, Aaron equals cheese. Trying to trigger her by saying cheese she always talks about the food and i think that's actually kind of funny because i'm in the same way like when i'm not fed at events i get kind of i take notes i i note it and we find out they weren't fed at aaron's big 10th anniversary party and that's weird so it's like upset. you have that so many people i don't think there was any food in that room it was there just was like an open wieners bar. remember wieners Oh, brain ate one or something, yeah, right? She was like, a... look at all the it's like a wiener party. It's like, look, look at all, at all those wieners. But <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the rollerblading guy on Reno 911? Yeah. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> yeah, Terry. There's a scene where he's like, wiener party in my mouth. Everyone's invited. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best character on that show. That was played by Bryn. Yeah, yeah, Brynn is kind of like Terry. Like, if Brynn didn't, like, figure her shit out, she'd be Terry. <laughs> the actress who plays Trudy is in What We Do in the Shadows. It's so good. <gasps> I love her so I much. Know. Whenever she's in anything, I'm like, oh, it's my girl. I know. I keep on forgetting, like, when they play, like, the criminals on Reno 911, that it's, like, still the same actors because they blur out the faces. And I'm like, who are these people they hire? Have you seen the episode where... um? Pee Wee Herman is on Reno 911. He's the funniest. It's one of the funniest episodes. There's new episodes he... too. I keep forgetting. Oh, I, I, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I'm just trying to find the episode if I can where Paul Rubens plays kind of like they do a play on, on Hannibal Lecter. Oh, and okay. he's like a Hannibal Lecter character. It's really funny where he essentially just like mentally like manipulates everyone in the precinct. <laughs> me and Daisy, <laughs> me and Daisy role play Hannibal Lecter all the time. Because she wears a muzzle. <laughs> oh, she does wear a muzzle, yeah. I know. And, you know, she throws me in the hole and makes me rub lotion on my skin. That wasn't Hannibal, though. Oh, that was yeah. Buffalo Bill who did that. Oh, so true. you're the Buffalo Bill and she's the Hannibal. Yeah. Who's Clarice? You. Um, Like the, the <laughs> public? <laughs> Jessel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jenna's cataloging her options, making her kids catalog her options That's for not the her party. Kid. That was oh, okay. like her goddaughter, who is, I'm assuming, a oh. minor, and she kept showing her tits. She's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, bro. It's <laughs> giving Sonia, she's like, my dress is too short. And she like keeps like pulling it up and like flashing everyone. So it I'm was like, kind of Sonia esque. I'm like, Jenna, like, this is weird. That was a weird scene. That was I wrote in my notes, though, that both Jenna and Bryn would be really easy Halloween costumes. How would you do they Bryn? Have... Jenna would be so Bryn... easy. Jenna is so easy. Like, I feel like in my wardrobe, I could just, like, pull off a Jen look. But Bryn is, like, a baseball cap, a fur coat, and sunglasses, and then some kind of look underneath. Like, a New Yorker on the go, but, like, looking kind of, like, semi-hungover all the time. Always reverse cowgirling a Saudi prince. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Jessel's kid was looking wine off the floor. Wait, what? I don't I don't remember that. Did, 
Okay, there was like a scene where Jessel was getting ready and her husband gave her like cheap wine and she's like, we don't want the kids licking wine off the floor like last time. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's weird. It's like, <laughs> she was throwing it up like <laughs> Jeffree Star. <laughs> Yeah. That comment just like mm-hmm. passed over me. That's weird. Also, just are they seeking it out? Do they feed the kids or like they're just like hoarding whatever they can do, find? Do they just suck on carpet? Like <laughs> no comment. I yeah, I'm not gonna judge her parenting <laughs> style. <laughs> oh yeah. So we learned that Uba isn't going to Aaron's party which she's she got the COVID. vid but she was wearing the diamonds which i thought was so chic she is chic like she is it girl material because she's properly like weird enough that like she seems so disconnected from reality that like that's what it actually means to be an it girl is to know that like you are super precious not to like hustle in this way that like tries to commercialize it in this you know what i mean She's not she... like a influencer mode where she's like no, trying she's super really not. desperate. Yeah, she just like, like is Sai that. is influencer mode all the time. Mm-hmm. While like Uba is like genuinely like just like on another cool. planet. Yeah. Yeah, and cool. Like, exactly. <laughs> I want to see a show of just Aaron's bodyguard. And I love how they like framed it as if they were being Aaron's bodyguard as, as if they weren't Jacob and Co's security guard. Yeah, I kind of felt that too, that she was just like, hi, like, thanks for being here. Like, and he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you're wearing like $1.2 million on your body. Like, like if I, you like I, step into a cab without telling us, we're going to like get shoot. it. You're going to yeah, get we're, in trouble. We're going to like shoot you or like probably just like rip the diamonds off their dead body and like not even care. <laughs> Basically, like, That's he not, yeah, he's, he's not like a paramedic. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just love finding him in the background of every shot. It was fun. Fun game. Like, where's Waldo? Do you want to talk about that party? Yeah, it was insane. I had kind of high hopes because the venue was beautiful and it seemed really well attended. It seemed like mm. it was like they have tons of friends. Their family seems really tight knit. And also, I do think that Aaron and her husband have a pretty lovely marriage from what it seems. They have fun- like legit chemistry yeah. on screen on camera like he seems super into her which you never see on the show or on the franchises like a husband who like really vibes he seems engaged yeah like also size husband too i wanted to like point that out earlier that size husband yeah seems that's like what it reminded really me into sigh i had the same thought it was like there are two husbands that actually seem not weird in front of the camera and just like normal yeah and just nice people oh like the venue was nice but i feel like the vibe was off like for like a love ceremony to be in a bank. Mm. It just seems like so cold. I don't know if that's yeah, what Yeah, I, I agree. Do. It felt like, it's almost like I could feel the temperature it was outside. <laughs> you know, this was like filmed in November or something because it was just post Thanksgiving, maybe early December. And it felt cold. Mm-hmm. Like at the really, really high ceilings, you know, it's New York. It's like, it's frosty outside. And there was probably like a few hundred people in attendance it wasn't like an intimate affair by any means. They didn't rent out a restaurant. This was like a bank. Yeah, it felt like almost too open to be intimate in a weird way, like spacious. Yeah. Spacious. Well, too. because they had so much trouble getting anyone's attention onto like whatever like main stage they yeah. created. And like that to me, I think reinforces what you're just saying. Like 
that everything energetically felt off because it felt like a space where you mingle, but you don't actually like receive information. And like, if you want to have like uh, speeches, you should have like, I don't know, a much more intimate environment where mm-hmm. it's obvious if you're not paying attention. Yeah, <clears throat> like a dinner or whatever, where you have everyone can like see each other's face or they're sat down. They should have had tables too. Why didn't they have tables? Like, they didn't have any would've... fucking food. <laughs> but like, again, like it's like if you invite that many people and you expect them to hang out for four or five hours, you have these little small tables that seat four or five. So everyone, when the speeches are happening, you sit down and you focus. But when uh... you're standing with your drink, just like trying to find a way to be comfortable, that's when you get distracted. And it was so echoey. You could probably even barely even hear people talk if they were like on the other side of the whatever. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So the whole thing that didn't make sense to me is that Aaron said that her and her husband did not exchange vows, which is like, okay, that's cool. You get to maybe do, redo this. But they had wedding speeches again. It's like, who the fuck cares? I was so pissed. Of like, first of all, weddings are known for like being long and boring. And you don't want an anniversary party to be like, anywhere near that that's insane no yeah you make it about the bride and groom quote-unquote their speeches and that's it you don't need every Mm -hmm. single fucking friend you have there revisiting their speech or something it was weird we met when we were in college and i always thought that like they have a whole life story and yeah if i had a wedding i want everyone to who's doing speeches i want them to be short and fucking funny and i want them to be messy as fuck like they're gonna be like so wasted and it's gonna be like cringe <laughs> that was gonna be entertainment well it reminded me like especially like when aaron took the mic do you remember that like i think i saw it on instagram it's like this comedian who does really good impressions of these kind of scenarios the like quintessential wedding speech like if you had told me in yeah exactly two years ago i would have met you on like a dating site we would be here now i would not believe it it felt like and also reading it off your phone what you spend so much money on this wedding venue or a venue i mean and then you are reading shit off your phone it just looks so stupid to me there's like a disconnect there print it out yeah or memorize it wrap it up Come on. <laughs> Wrap it up, honestly. Yeah. Uh, all of it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about Bryn yes. talking to Aaron's husband? <laughs> well, Aaron's husband, she was hitting on everyone, but I feel like she's going to get lo- in trouble. She, she was making episode. me laugh. Yes. Like, oh, she's going to get in so much trouble. Like, no one's going to take her side on this, but I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. But I like it. It's just like, like the humor. Her being of it. an evil stepmom. And, yeah, no, she's like fully just like, this is all a charade. Like, this is not important this is dumb i am allowed to make evil stepmom jokes say i'm gonna like if you divorce uh aaron and then marry me i'll be her stepmom yeah she's being she's <laughs> causing gay panic and being a queer ally yeah. by, like sabotaging a straight wedding also her wearing sunglasses the whole time i'm like that's a serve it means that you just like are actively trying not to respect the space yeah and she, until she saw aaron's brother she takes them off why yeah. do I have in my notes, Jessel's got a girl in the freezer? <laughs> you know, like, oh, like that, like thing about like, called like automatic writing where like, you <laughs> he just says it like 30 times over and over again. Like <laughs> you your notes, it's 30 pages. <laughs> it's like more distorted, <laughs> like larger and larger. <laughs> 
in a, in a language you don't recognize. In ancient, like, Arabic. In Aramaic. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Parcel tongue. I don't know why I have that. But Jenna arrives with her ass grabbers out. Her second weird move of the, <laughs> the TV show. I, I like that they caught that moment because you just see, like, when Jenna talks about, like, her awkward nature, you saw it in that moment. Because Jenna seems so cool all the mm. time that, like, I liked seeing her in this moment where she was not cool. Yeah, but it's so funny because if you do a joke like that, that would be cool between friends. Like, they have to notice. Otherwise, it's not going to be, like, you got to make sure. Land. And if it doesn't land, like, a joke like that, it's going to be, like, really far not landing. So she had to, like, commit to the bit for, like, 40 minutes. Well, just, <laughs> just like, Aaron's, like, talking to her, like, her grandparents. <laughs> like, like, Jenna's, like, putting on a like, gl- her accountant or something. Jenna's, like, like putting on, like, rubber gloves. Like, <laughs> So uh, we find out that Jenna broke up with her girlfriend. And again, like, I think we've mentioned this before that she's not sharing a lot with us. Okay, yeah, we have to talk about that. You know that production felt like they got such a win getting Jenna on the show that they're not holding her to the same standard. I read in Andy Cohen's book that she was like the last to sign on. And so it was like, they were Mm -hmm. even like planning the announcement, like, the day before like she signed on or something so she was already like super late so i feel like the negotiations were already like at a weird point when she came yeah. on she definitely has like a a say in what goes down on the show that keeping her happy within like her boundaries and stuff i think is it imperative to them because like they know that like she validates the revamp she's a recognizable person she's iconic she's a new york it girl so if she says that she doesn't want to share her relationships, then like you have to just be like, yeah, okay. Like obviously the standard does not apply to the other women. Yeah, but are you even a lesbian, Jenna? Prove it. <laughs> yeah, prove it. Meredith Marks is there. What? Was she? Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> and Brooks. What? Yeah. Meredith is like Are they in- friends with Aaron? I guess, like, obviously, it's so be. boring, but it's so funny. Like, Brooks shows up in one of his fucking tracksuits, like, high on Quaaludes oh, as God. usual. Brooks is always Quaaludes. high. <laughs> up as a downers. <laughs> Brooks is always on Quaaludes. Remember that, like, there's this meme of this, like, straight guy and this really, really, really drunk gay guy. And he's, like, trying to get him to say, like, Saturdays are for the boys or something. And the gay guy's like, Saturdays are for... Saturdays. <laughs> Saturdays, Sundays, every Saturdays. That's what Brooks reminds me of. It's Brooks. Yeah. I thought it was funny though. Like the women were like really almost like thrilled that Jenna opened up that she had broken up with her uh, partner. And Sai just being like, I'm so happy that she's opening up to us. We know but- earlier in the episode that Sai is like, I am not an empathetic person. I really struggle oh, yeah. with like, expressing empathy. So like Sai was just like, oh, well, maybe we could have a mommy date where you could bring your son. And her- Jenna's son is like 17 and Sai's son is two years old. <laughs> like, what is this scenario she's envisioning? I thought it was like- A oh, mommy oh. date? I feel like it was like, oh, Jenna's broken. Now he can fix her type of thing. I think it's that they felt included. That it's almost like when hyper rich, successful people include you in like their actual lives, you feel mm-hmm. like this like elitism. And I think because Sai, like her grasp on that kind of like world is tenuous. She's an influencer. Like 
it, it would be really easy to disregard her, right? Um, yeah, I feel though there's also a thing with girls where like how close you are is like how much you share about yes. your like, oh, feelings. That's a theme of this season. Yeah. Boys don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Saturdays, Saturdays, Saturdays. <laughs> um, Bryn being in love with Aaron's dad is so disgusting. <laughs> That man, my God. <laughs> yeah. I give a <gasps> reaction when I see him on screen. <laughs> I've had to Google Gary Busey's name, how to spell it, and it's spelled like really it's similar busy. to Gary Busey. <laughs> but I put her dad is probably wildly hung, but in a grotesque way. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's circumcised. Yeah, but he's probably like got a massive chode and like one huge testy. <laughs> Oh my. Sai, when she decides that she's going to leave, all of a sudden this woman's hair sets on fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I know a bad omen when I see one. Jessel, just like, yeah, says, like. Or just reminds me of like Mr. Burns episode on The Simpsons. And <laughs> on The Simpsons. <laughs> What other show? Like on like the Who Shot Mr. Burns one? Who shot Mr. Burns? But who is it that has a dream? And it's like Lisa holding the a card, and it's like oh yeah, Burns suit. It's it's Chief Wiggum. Oh yeah, and he has the dream of Lisa being like Burns. Where it's like a it's like a play on uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, where she's speaking backwards, and he's like, I don't get it. She has to like talk normal. It sort of reminded me of the girl's hair sitting on fire. It's like Twin Peaks. Yeah, it was Lynchian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you try to leave the party, everyone's hair sets on fire. Speaking of Lynchian, though, was the breast tape keeping Aaron's dress in place. Her tits looked so fucked up. Did you notice that? It was really deep diving on her, the side. And it looked, I can't even describe it. Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go back and see what I'm yeah. referring to. It, like, she looked so weird. It looked like she was stapled into it. Like, we're at really uneven ends. Like, it just, I feel like you can see painful. the double-sided tape. And, like, at one point in the party, she's like, I'm going to change. I'm like, yeah, you are. You're probably so uncomfortable right now. And it was, like, the same kind of bullshit outfit It was again. better. Like I, like, I liked the second dress i think more just for practicality mm-hmm. like her choice of dress for the event i don't even get it like it was like diamond themed or something i don't know i wouldn't have worn that it just uh, didn't seem that cool she's like such a bad host it bothers me like because she gets mad that side left when she doesn't have without, any food without telling her yeah it's like yeah, guess- you have 200 guests do you want everyone to tell you when they leave you're gonna no. take it personally like gonna make the night about Sai, not about you anyways if you're an event with over like 200 people you're allowed to irish goodbye you're allowed to Mm. not say i'm leaving it's only like if it's like an event of like 30 people or less that you have to like say that i'm leaving yeah and another thing is that like in the previews aaron confronts bryn about hitting on her husband it's like first of all it's called the joke, bitch. Well, he didn't interpret it as a joke. When we see like the clips for next week, he was a kind of weirded out by yeah, it, which is was... like obviously like Aaron is informed by him. If he thought it was like inappropriate, then she has to. He's being like know, a little shitster. But yeah, she was doing it. wasn't like she, they, Bryn like brought him to a room and was like, 
all over him. Like she was doing this as banter, like in front of girls. And this is like a way to emasculate him to show her dominance. Like, duh. Exactly. That's how she found so it's not, like, true. It's not fucking about him. It's just a fucking joke to make you look like a weak lame ass because you are. And imagine that if Bryn took Aaron's advice and like, I don't want another Aaron. I don't want two Aaron's. I want Bryn and Aaron better stay away from my girl Bryn and not try to tame her because she's the most interesting part of the show right now. Yeah, and it's like we're supposed to believe that Aaron and Bryn were friends prior to filming. It's like then accept who she is. If you don't like it, then go away. Like that Bryn is the one who has staying power on the show. Like Aaron is like a useful person on the show because she adds that texture. But like Bryn is the one who we're going to be talking about. Don't alienate Bryn. Yeah, you're going to get in trouble because the Bryn army is going to come after you. The Briny. The, the Brarmy. The Brarmy. The, the Bryn Navy. The Brarmy Stone. <laughs> okay. Well, that's her show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So from one cackling hag to another, this is Peter signing off. Bye, Becky. Bye. Shrimp Cocktail Podcast is created, produced, and edited by Becky P. and Peter B. Find us on social media at Shrimp Cocktail Podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. Special thanks go out to Cover Our Fight, Catherine at Ken Pat, and theme song by AJ at Grief.Turkey. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Bye!